I'm thinking if we can have it to can you guys hear me chewing? Oh my. <laughs> oh my god. <gasps> How did you last that long? Honestly, if it was Derek, I would have murdered you right now. another episode of it's probably fine is it's it? Prob- it maybe i don't know <laughs> am i dead maybe i don't know so news hot off the press rachel has the, the, corona. the cove yeah the cove 19 yeah so check our instagram for uh our setup <laughs> i want a picture of our setup right now because i am outdoors <laughs> That's why, okay, yeah, disclaimer, you might hear wind and or cars in the background. But we are, I am highly contagious still at this point. And this is how much we love you guys, is that we fed wires through a window in my the front of our living room. Brooke is on my front porch in a hoodie, in a hoodie gloves, and her blanket. And then I put up a screen. It's very janky. I'm dedicated. It's very janky. I'm sitting here actually sweating because it's, it's <laughs> oh, steamy in here. I'm so sorry if are you're you just cold. Are too toasty? I'm too toasty. It's too hot in here. So It's okay. You're <laughs> sick. I'll, I'll allow it. That, it also could be the fever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could be just breaking a fever right now. One of the two. No one knows. Rachel, why don't you t- before we get started, tell us a little bit about my Corona, um, yes, my Corona experience, my your Coronacation. My Coronacation. It was kind of a Coronacation. It started off good and then it went downhill real fast. So Derek uh, had some symptoms last week on um, Sunday. Starting, he got tested on Monday, came back positive. Leo started getting a fever, so I kicked their asses out <laughs> of the house. So they went to live with his mom for... Because you kicked him out because your test came back negative. Oh, yeah, because my <laughs> kicked him out because I went and asked myself. I, yeah, I kicked him out because my, my test came back negative, and I was like, uh-oh, I haven't been kissed by the, the death angel. Uh-huh. So um, Derek and Leo went to stay with my mother-in-law, who also tested positive, but my father-in-law tested negative. So for a second, we were going to... He was going to live here with me, and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> This is ruining my plans because I just want to be alone in the silence <laughs> and do weird things in my house by myself that right. I don't get to do. Um, but yeah, so they left from, what was it, D? Wednesday, Wednesday night to Saturday night. Um, and then I had scrubbed my entire house. Like, it's it's a joke now because I had right. the Rona already. <laughs> you just scrubbed it, scrubbed the germs. I even scrubbed the germs the that I already in, had inhaled. So that's cool. And then I had um, quarantined up in my up in a spare bedroom upstairs because I got retested on Friday. That bitch came back positive on Sunday. I had a little bit of sadness, um, but we all got to to be together in our and cough coronavirus all over each other. So that was cool. Um, and now it is Thursday, and I feel like dog shit. <laughs> my test came back. My test on Friday was positive. I didn't start feeling shitty until probably Sunday is when it started. Um, and that's what even prompted me to, to check it. I didn't know it was going to come back that fast because they told me three to five business days and it had been the weekend. <laughs> so, okay. Um, 
and I have felt like death and it feels like a sinus infection that someone lit on fire in my oh, brain. Okay. That's the only way I can explain it. And then I'm really tired mm-hmm. and I'm sweaty. Uh, <laughs> Very I, sweaty. I don't know. How, I figured you would tell me this if it happened, but have you lost your sense of taste and smell? No. That's Derek so did. Interesting. Derek lost his. I didn't. So I lost a, about as much as like just because I'm clogged up. Right, right. But there's nothing in there. So mm-hmm. it's like the strangest sinus. It feels like the strangest sinus infection of my life. Mm-hmm. I've basically been sleeping over my son's humidifier because everything burns because it feels so dry, but it also feels like it's stuffed up. So oh, what the fuck the is worst. that? What is that? What is that? that? Is and it's only one side of my face. Like I was pushing on my eyeball so hard because it hurt so bad and like the, the pressure felt out. better. I don't know. I did like one thing for work for like, that was like last about 45 minutes and it was a Zoom call with like our nurse practitioner and then one of my clients and I saw my little zoom um square like my the video of myself and as like 20 minutes went by I just saw myself getting redder and redder and redder and I was like "Uh (laughs) uh-oh I like turned into a tomato and I came downstairs and Derek was like what is wrong with you I was like I don't know man I turned red I was just sitting on a zoom call and I just got so hot and I was like drained afterwards it was it was bizarre and Derek was like your face looks puffy I was like I know like my face puffed up and turned red from a 45 minute zoom call where I didn't even talk that much that is the fuck is that I don't know I don't know but I'm sweating right now okay just take a deep breath it's we're gonna get through this don't worry let me drink my hot tea so (laughs) i don't cough maybe a question well so i don't cough into the mic okay pick your poison night all right so hopefully you guys are enjoying the podcast so far um (laughs) we have the roan oh look at helen so helen is um joining us me in the inside yeah did you take a little oh oh, i wanted you to take a picture of her i think Mm. that i think our social media is ready to see our first probably fine pet and it's gonna be Helen. I think it's going to be Helen because she's a bad bitch. She's our trash cat. <laughs> I just wanted to do a disclaimer in case anyone was judging. Um, Rachel and Derek are not anti-maskers. No. we. Oh, yeah. We, we were also – we were super careful. I re- And I honestly – I can tell you with probably 75% of me thought I really wasn't going to get it because I kicked my family out. Mm-hmm. I really – I got the negative test and I was like, see ya. Mm-hmm. I got the results back on Wednesday and the second I got that negative – Pack their shit, gone. Mm-hmm. And we wore masks before we anyone got their results. We all wore masks in the house with each other. Yeah. Well, and I'm even talking about before. Yeah, but like even you guys before that. weren't going. You're not going no. out. You're not going. I basically have the worst luck with health things in 2020 that you could possibly have. I know that other people have the coronavirus, and I was fortunate to have a very mild case. But a bitch needs a break. Yeah, it adds up. Yeah. <laughs> this this isn't an isolated Let's incident. just stack it on there. Back <laughs> right. it. But yeah. So it's fine. If this is the worst thing that happens to us, no. Nah. <laughs> I don't just. Never okay. mind. You know I'm what? Warmest regards for a I'm speedy done. recovery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think that I, what what is exciting and what we're going to talk about later in this Ooh, episode so is that this is, we're talking about boundaries, uh, particularly around the holidays. Guess what? Your bitch is isolated through Thanksgiving, so I don't have to fucking see anyone. I don't wow, want to. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. A bitch doesn't have to see anyone. Um, fr- I, I, my positive was Friday, yes. 14 days. I don't give a 
fuck Derek what the Monroe County Health Department says about 10 days <laughs> because that bitch is wrong. I don't care. I do not care. It's 14 I days. I see him. He's, his mouth is parted like he like it is when he he's wants gonna to say, say something. something. So, hey, we talked about getting Derek a mic earlier today, and he's treading on very thin ice. Very thin. You better just close that trap up right there. you go. Zip it. Good boy. Kicked him off the couch for me. <laughs> um, yeah. You know what? You should be thanking the coronavirus. I want to kiss her feet. <laughs> it, it would be a woman. It would. She's a wicked bitch. woman. <laughs> She's upset. Whoever wronged her, just apologize now, Please. for God's sake. Give the blood of your firstborn child. Just let it be over. Derek, what do you want to say? He wants no, to say No, we're not something. talking about the coronavirus with Derek. No, move on. Actually, or what is it? Essentially. Essentially. That's what Derek is like. <laughs> Derek, true or false? <laughs> Yell it loud. Essentially. True or false? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Never mind. He's Moving right along. So we're going to get to our topic, which is boundaries, particularly around the holidays. Rachel and I both. Derek, do you want to say something? I'm sweating. My armpits are sweating. That's not your why I want to say something face? No, he's just really looking at us. Well, I oh. can't see him around this. Okay. I can see him. And if you could see him, this is what he looks like. <laughs> like, it looks like he's trying to get your attention. Maybe I shouldn't have washed my windows for this. Then you wouldn't be able to see him. <laughs> I should just watch this there, one there, window yeah. pane. There, Move it so. No, I don't want you to stare at me. Rachel. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Can I'm you be I'm nice? Mostly just giving... No, I can't be nice. I'm crabby as fuck Has she today. been like this since? Oh. Yes. No, I absolutely <laughs> have. Derek's like, no, I was so peach. crabby. She's no, a peach. I'm a crabby sick person. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't fucking care. I'm a crabby sick person because I don't like being sick. No one does like being sick. I'm crabby. And you are allowed to be crabby. I'm crabby and I'm tired. What you guys don't know, I'm just, can I tell them about the last time we tried to record just briefly? Yes. Hang on. You can cut some of that out if it was choppy. Derek, we kind of veered off there for a second. So anyway, Rachel and I are going to talk about boundaries with the holidays. Each of us has like a specific part that we want to contribute and hopefully it's helpful for you guys. Hopefully you connect with it. Um, we tried to record this episode <laughs> several weeks ago before I went on vacation and neither of us were in a good place. And Crabby. We, oh, my God. And we did we did crabby time where we complained for a little bit in the beginning, and we thought we got it all out. And then we ended up having our first business fight. Three, three weeks oh. ago? Was it three weeks ago? Three times. Derek's holding up. I oh, forgot. Yes. Okay, there was something else. So we were crabby. I had a really bad day at work. Rachel had a bad day at work. Always. And then we got our crabbies out, and then Derek was like, I don't fucking know what happened. It just deleted. <laughs> Three times we recorded it and the system delete, malfunctioned. Record, delete. And we Said were just the like, same things over and over three we times. We felt good about a couple of the takes too. And I was like, Ugh. I don't even care. I'm just going to talk on my bubble yeah. now. And then finally the fourth time we're like, yeah, boundaries around the holiday. Cool. And then bah. me and Rachel got in our first fight as business partners. <laughs> <laughs> I, we were just, I was just trying to power through this. of so shutting down as a person. <laughs> and we just... It was not a good record session, and so we decided to do it today. Yeah. While I have the coronavirus. And this is going famously. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But before we get to that, I have some agenda topics. Yes. First things first, I just need to discuss something that I'm, I'm having. I know Helen looks. Do you want me to take a picture? Yeah, I need she you to take like a picture dead. of her okay. so they know, like, Everyone how... look on our Instagram because this is what you're seeing. <laughs> she looks like she's dead. 
I have some talking points to get to, but before we do that, I just wanted to talk about something that I am I was having a little bit of anxiety about leading up to this, and it was that the one-eyed Chrissy is going to pop up. Please tell can I tell story. the story real quick? Oh my god! So I'm on Rachel's front porch, and I'm having a bit of a trauma response <laughs> because. There was one night where, this was like a year ago probably, Leo was just still a little baby and I had come over and hung out and I was getting ready to leave and Rachel has a black and white striped cat named Chrissy and I walk outside, I'm walking to my car, it's probably like 1am and I see Chrissy outside and I'm like, why is Chrissy outside? And so I I didn't want to let Chrissy in if he, she wasn't allowed to come in, so I come back inside, and I, I go find Rachel, and I'm like, hey, did you know Chrissy is outside? And Oh, wait, no. Before I came back inside, I saw that Chrissy was missing an eye. <laughs> yeah. That was the important the, part of the There's the important part. I was like, wait. <laughs> I couldn't remember if I had saw it or if you told me first. No, I definitely saw it. I was like, oh, Chrissy, come here. And then I she turns around. I'm like, oh, God. She's got a fucking – I'm like, oh, my God, I have to go inside and tell Rachel that her cat's outside. And, and she's, she's missing, missing an eye. eye. <laughs> so I go upstairs, and I'm like, Rachel. Um. You also scared the shit out of me. I was, like, rocking Leo back to sleep to put him in his crib, and I have the white <laughs> noise just a blaring. And she comes and just pops her head into the doorway because there's no way you can't scare someone right, in, right. in my position. And I was like, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? And you're like, I saw a cat. I saw – no, I, I, I saw Chrissy. Yeah. I was like, did Chrissy lose an eye? And you were like, oh, no, that's the neighbor's cat. She looks just like Chrissy, except she has one eye. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, it was the most terrifying thing. It was as if I had I saw an apparition. I was fully prepared to go up there and Rachel to say, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and then to this day, Rachel has never seen the one-eyed Chrissy. I've seen it one time from very far away, but that's when the neighbor told me that was their cat. Because I was like, oh shit, Chrissy's this far away? What the fuck? Like three or four doors down. Not Chrissy. Not Have Chrissy. Have you seen the one-eyed Chrissy, Derek? It's a weird Derek name. Do you seen. remember the name? And then we also oh. saw the, the white... Um, no, no, no. Don't talk about that the one. white cat. I hated that one. <laughs> that one that peed, one. That one backed his ass up and peed on my flowers. That, so. that cat looked like a cross between Goose. a dog and Goose. My cat that was possessed by Paimon or Paimon, whatever, from Hereditary and also the male uh, DNA splice. Yep. I can't talk about that, that white cat. That was so cat. fucking mean. I wasn't even going to bring that up, but I've thought about that white cat several times today, but I thought you guys had forgot and I didn't want to talk about I've it. I've never seen it since. There's something wrong. I need to heal my ancestral karma with cats because there's something not okay. I don't know. All I know is that I looked out on my porch and there were like six cats out there and only like two of them were mine. And I was like, what the fuck? Did someone say that we give handouts because we just want the one trash cat? <laughs> my God. They're on to something. Jesus. So, okay. I got that out. So, so I just need you to not joke about the one-eyed Chrissy. I won't. I promise. The I white won't. splice cat because I'm a little on edge. I'm feeling very vulnerable out here. It's just <laughs> me and the pumpkins. You need some like side view mirrors. I know. So you can see behind you. Yes. Okay. So, uh, maintenance, miscellaneous things. Yes. Yeah, some, some, uh, clean up. Yes. We have an email address now. Yes, we do. So you're probably already following us on Instagram at Probably Fine Pod. We also have a TikTok at Probably Fine Pod. It's not super exciting. We haven't posted a whole lot of it's videos yet. It's the clips yet. that you see on yeah. um, Instagram. Yeah. We want to put a little bit more on there. And our email is 
What is it? <laughs> it's probably fine. No. No. Hold on. Hold on. I think it's probably <laughs> I think fine. It's just probably fine pod at gmail.com. Let me double check. This is super professional. <laughs> uh, check out our email. What is it? No, we don't know. <laughs> it's called, uh, so it's pro- probably fine pod at gmail.com. So it's just like the Instagram mm-hmm. handle and every other handle. Yes. That we, we have. would love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, send us stories, send us questions, topics you want to hear about or mm-hmm. hear our stupid opinions on. Right. So, you Tell know. us what you like. Tell yeah. us what you don't like, but be nice because my feelings get hurt. Yeah. I mean, you can do constructive criticism, but fluff it a little. Yeah. Here's an opportunity for you to be tactful. Yes. Also, we got our first stranger follower. Yes, on we the did. Instagram. Shout out to Tegan. Hi. Hi Teagues. Welcome. Welcome to welcome to us. Yeah. We're so happy you're here. We don't know you, but we love you already. Yeah. And you found us. And uh tell your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely tell your friends. If they're over 18. I, I hope you're we don't I don't know if Tegan's over 18. Well, hopefully. It doesn't matter. We're not doing anything illegal. It's true. Happy to have you here, Tegan. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. And we also, last shout out, we also had our first person uh, write a written review. What do you call them? What do you call them? Written review? Yeah. No, a review. A re- just a review? Yeah. Review and rate and review. Rate and review. There mm-hmm. we go. So our first one was Jessica. So shout out to Jessica. Thank you for your backup. Thank and then we you. had so sweet. two others since then. Yep. So we had our friend Susie and then our friend Megan. Yes. You guys are all super sweet and I love the um what do you call them? The captions? The, yeah, the theme of the subject yeah, is it's, it's probably, probably dot dot dot. And then you guys finish <laughs> it, which makes my heart soar with the Eagles. Yes. For sure. That is a high that will last. At least While. until sometimes when I'm sad, I still go read them. I they're have so them nice. screenshotted and I just pull them up from my yeah. photos because they're I love so that. amazing. So Jessica, Susie, and Megan, you will be receiving our garbage in the mail yes. once I'm over COVID because I won't cough it and then put it into your mailboxes. Yes. So stay tuned, um, and you will be surprised, and we Maybe. don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's, everyone's going to be surprised because yes. we don't even know. Yeah, I, I have an idea, but I'm not going to say it on here. Okay. Okay. I'm going to send you a dead plant that's <laughs> surrounding Brooke right now. Everything's dead. I don't want to look behind me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what else? What else? Oh, okay. So we got a request to explain what the term soup snakes means. Yeah. Because we use it a lot. So we're going to do that right now. Yes. So if anyone is uh, familiar with The Office or is an Office fan, the the um, TV show Soup Snakes is in what season is that? I think it's it season matter? five. Season five when they do the picnic, the, the company, company picnic. picnic. I and hate that. I no, I love that. I know that. Yeah, I think that is the season and the name of the episode. Yeah, it's called Company Picnic. I do know <laughs> that. That's it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Holly comes in. Holly comes in. Michael hasn't seen her in a while. They are no longer together, but he's still very much in love with her. He writes notes on his hand to kind of profess his feelings towards her, but he gets kind of sweaty and it gets messed up. And so he says, Holly, you and I are soup snakes. And he's like, that's not right. (laughs) Soulmates. You and I are soulmates. And so he goes on. And so soup snakes is just something that we've glommed onto Mm -hmm. since college. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It it was in my 
our speeches at each other's weddings. Oh, it just, it, yeah, it's been a really precious thing. So we just, we, that's what we refer to each other as. Um, so if you hear us say that, that is where it's from. It's our soupy soups. It's, it, yeah. And you could be our soupies too. Yeah. Uh, we also need to define the term butt boy. Yes. Because that's something that we did on the last one. We tried to record three times. Three, that's what it was. That's the part that we tried to record three times. And I was like, not funny it's anymore. Not funny. I've already done the jokes three times. I can't laugh anymore. Right. And it sucked because they were so organically funny the first time. We're like, we got to say it again. Because they're not going to know we said it three times. But yeah. then it was just not good. So we referred to Derek. As our butt boy. As our butt boy. Brooke, how do you spell it? Uh, Well, we spell, we, not anymore, but, and I don't know if I told you this part yet, oh. but we're not going to spell it that way anymore. I'll tell why? you why. So we spell it B-O-I. I learned that actually B-O-I is a term that the trans community uses. Ah, okay. So we can't use that anymore. Okay. But we just thought it was. What about B-O-E? Bo. Boy. Boy. I-E? Oh, we can, we can. We'll, we'll workshop that later. <laughs> but buoy. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, it is. <laughs> Continue. How do I say? Um, I just happened to look it up one day because I didn't know if Rachel's definition of it was the same as mine. But I was very unpleasantly surprised to learn that there is actually a slang definition of it on Urban Dictionary that is not how we say it to Derek. And we need to clear it up. We do. So, because I did not know that existed. My understanding of a butt boy was that <laughs> in a donkey costume. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. You forget every time. We did this three times. How do you forget? So, you know, when two humans stop. When two... I forgot. I forgot. It just made myself burp laugh. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. I'll wait. In a donkey costume where two people are sharing the donkey costume, one person has to be the head and one person has to be the butt. And Derek's always the butt. And that is why I call him a butt boy. Oh my god, I forget totally forget. And I can't believe we both <laughs> we both had our definitions. We were just walking side by side in this life with our totally different definitions. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, we call him butt boy. It means the same thing to both yeah, of us. For he's sure. just the butt boy. That's what it is. And so what's your oh definition my. of butt boy? Boy, Rachel. Okay. Ooh, I needed that. <laughs> my definition, my definition of butt boy came from my mother, and it is that Derek gets basically the butt end of all the jobs that we don't want to do. So he's, she said, that's what butt boys are, <laughs> and so all the jobs that we're like, mm, Derek, will you just please, Derek, will you? will you just make us something, Derek? Will you go grab us something? Mm-mm. One of those. Derek, my mom has called it. She's like, "Oh, don't make him be our butt boy." And I was like, "Uh oh, that's <laughs> now sticking he is forever, forever, forever." And here we are, like probably ten years later, uh-huh. and we're still calling him our butt boy. But my mom was saying in a way like, "Don't take advantage of him." And I was like, mm, "He already knew now. What I'm going to take advantage into. of him even harder." Yeah, Terry. Yeah. So yeah. two <laughs> slightly different definitions. You I guys can could... vote on who has the better definition. No, I like the donkey one better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The donkey wins 4,000 times better. <laughs> He's the butt boy. So now I would like to introduce to you uh, what 
the slang community actually thinks a butt boy is. Um, okay, I found it. Yes. So, the slang meaning of butt boy is a sexual boy toy who belongs to an older man. The younger guy is a bottom or anal receiver. That's the butt boy. While the older guy is the pitcher or top. So, if any of you knew that that's what butt boy meant, I need you to know that that's not what Derek is to us. No. But also kind of. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, it's not completely wrong. It's not terribly wrong. But so, what he gets up his butt is the shit that we don't want to do. Exactly. And then he takes care of it. Yes. Well, like learning how to edit this entire podcast, mm-hmm. which we thank him for. Oh, yeah. Big time. Good job, D. Yay. And I tell him all the time he learned this from scratch, and I'm very proud of him, mm-hmm. but I want nothing to do with it. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. No, no. Okay. Nay, nay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> all right. But we love our butt boy. And we do. We, we love him. Uh, do you want to hear about one of my dreams? Yeah. Okay. Because I've been taking, I have a lot of notes uh, of just like random little tidbits. Okay. Do you need I'm to... also going to look through that mine. Okay. That I have yeah. Going, yeah. See if you have a, if we each have a little tidbit that we want to share, we can. So I will share. I have really fucked up dreams. Um, they're so bad lately. Like really, they are. And so I, it might be because of the EMDR that I'm doing in therapy, or it just might be. I mean, the state of things right now. Um, but Rachel knows that I that this about me, and I text her every morning when I have a really bad dream and I tell it to her because it just, some of them are so bad that I just need another human being to know (laughs) I've experienced this. Um, Okay. So I actually had one and I looked up the meaning to it. And so I'll share the the symbolism in it and get get your feedback. So I had a dream where I had tiny bits of broken glass and my hands and feet. And I don't know how it happened, but I was like sitting. I, all I remember is I was, on the ground and there was glass all under me and I had to pull myself up with my hands and walk off of the glass. And then I was spending all this time picking little pieces of glass out of my hands and feet. And I was like, well, that's fucking fucked up. Let me figure out what that means. I'm real into dreams, you know? And so I, I Googled it and it said, it's possible that I'm afraid of the honest truth or are concerned about how to proceed in a situation. Since I was pulling them out, it could symbolize trying to get rid of painful thoughts and feelings. I mean, EMDR. Right? Yeah. If there's no blood, which there wasn't, so like there, this was broken down huh, on this dream website. That's so interesting. Isn't that so cool? So they were like, okay, was it uh, asked all these questions? And yeah. So there wasn't blood, which I thought was weird. So if there was no blood, it could symbolize there could be something painful, but you aren't showing any emotion towards it. Hmm. Gave me lots to think about. Say, let's unpack that. <laughs> oh, <I laughs> Be here for an hour and a half, right? For sure. But isn't that interesting? I love that. So I'll st- I'll try to start writing them all down, and you should do the same because you have some yeah, pretty fucked up I dreams do. too. Sometimes, and then write them down, look them up the next day, and then we'll talk about them on the podcast. That's fantastic. Yes. Okay. What do you got? <sighs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, you don't have to have <laughs> something. We can go into the topic. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I do have a question. Yeah. And this has been something that's been in the back of my mind for probably the last year. Okay. I don't like when you hide things from me. (laughs) Why, why are kids not allowed to say the word butt referring to your ass? So, like, I think I'm thinking of this because Leo is getting to the age where he's saying things and he's naming things and he's learning the names of parts of his body. and. 
I just remember as a kid, I was never allowed to say butt. Like, you're, you call it your bottom or your, your tush or, like, whatever you want to call it. Or, like, your booty. Why can't you say butt? And, like, my mother-in-law and stuff, too, she's always just like, oh, your bottom. And I'm like, no, it's says butt because it's, <laughs> it's a butt. I would never was not allowed to say butt. Really? I did not have that experience. Derek, were you allowed to say butt? Well, that was his mom. Probably not. It has to be no. I was not allowed to say butt. And I think that a lot of, so, like, some of Derek's brothers, well, one of Derek's brothers is, uh, their kids aren't allowed to say butt. Really? Yeah. I've never, I've never heard okay. that. Okay, it's just a me thing. I didn't, I thought that it was, like, a, maybe well, other people. but it's people... weird that you're, you grew up like that, and also, that's how yeah. Derek's family was like, too. I, no. Is I, it, why is it, why is butt a bad, like, a derogatory term for your, for your butt? <laughs> it is butt. It's... Do you know what sounds weirder to me? Fanny. Yeah. That's what I used to have to call it around my grandma, my mom's mom. We have to say we tooted. You couldn't say fart either. Couldn't say fart. But now listen what to other me. Words now I'm just you flying say? the f, and I'm like, butt is it yeah, the least of my issues? <laughs> no shit. My God. Were, what were there other words you couldn't say? I couldn't say shut up, but I, that, I get that. That's pretty normal. I get that. Um, I couldn't say shut up. Fart. I couldn't really say. <laughs> Were there any other words that you were allowed to use for fart other than toot? toot. Breaking other? wind. <laughs> and I remember what is this little my house mom, on the prairie? I know my mom said that. And I was like, I can't take you seriously. I was probably like six. And I'm like, never going to say that. Oh, man. I tooted. A little butt horn. <laughs> They're funny. <laughs> Rachel. What? I totally forgot. About the thing that I wanted to talk to you about on the podcast this week. That was the secret. I meant to bring it up. This might be a long one then because we have to talk about the holidays. But I have to tell you about then this. Then let it, let, we'll cut out the butt question because <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm so amped for this. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. So I don't know how it came up. Okay. But I was over at Lindsay's house the other day. Yes. I really can't remember. We were talking about. Making money because that was when I was like balls yeah. deep in my. I'm gonna. I, I started like five businesses last week. <laughs> None of them have taken off. We hate working. Yeah, I just really don't like that. My work is what I have to rely on to pay my bills. I just want to have like several different passive incomes and be fluid and transient and not. I'm not a nine to five person. I'm not a four hundred one k person. I'm a creative financial person, and that is. I'm not living that life right now. I'm on my way, but I'm not there yet. Yes. So. I decided to look into selling used underwear on the internet. Oh, I, I was really hoping you would go this way because I know about your Facebook marketplace thing <laughs> with your uh, bottoms for your swimsuit. Uh-huh. And that's why I was like steering to the skid. I know this weird old man wants to buy your swimsuit bottoms. Yep. Ask him if he wants a dirty pair of underwear and charge 50 bucks. And the funny thing about it was that this happened before that. Really? So... There are websites online that you can go and create an account and sell your used underwear, among other things that I'll get into. So I made an account. Hell yeah. On Sniffer.com. Sniffer.com. <laughs> Sniffer.com. No. I sure did. I sure did. So I'm not going to tell you on air what my username is because my account is still active. Okay. Um. But I will tell you the ones that didn't make the cut. Okay. I saved two. So this one, uh, Catherine and I came up with together. So hold on. 
okay, never mind. I don't need to look it up because I remember them. So she was like, something with kitty. And I was like, <laughs> sweaty kitty. Yeah. So I tried to use sweaty kitty and it was taken. taken. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I was texting with her later on and I was like, what about tangy kitty? And Lindsay hey. sent the throw up emoji. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we don't want that. And then Catherine said shark cat. I love that. Did you use it? Shark cat? Was taken? No! I'm not uh, going to use shark cat. Oh, shark. I thought you said shark. Oh, Like no. shark week. Nope. Shart. Like you farted, but you pooped. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, thanks, Catherine. That's really helpful. So I didn't end up using that. I'll show you the one that I ended up using. But do you want to know how much money I have made on my sniffer account? What? Not a red cent. <laughs> Nobody wants my fucking panties and my feelings are big hurt. And I'm big mad. You know what I think the best part about all this is? Not only are you making money for not having to do laundry, you are constantly getting to wear new underwear. You know what? Absolutely. That that is the plus for not me. Not yet. I haven't sold just, any yet. Just so. don't. I just don't think about who's and 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 what is being done to my dirty underwear. I don't give a shit. No, that's I my don't. trash now. Well, and they're not hurting anyone. No. I mean, if that's something that they're into, it doesn't. And bother you're consenting me at to all. send it. That's fine. Absolutely. Yeah. You so, do your weird stuff with my with my undie my undie ruse. You know what? Have a good time. And then time. I get to get the new ones mm-hmm. that make me feel good. And then I send those, and I just you just try underwear all the time. It is sisterhood That's of the, the traveling dream. panties. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I figured out why I'm not making money. Why? I was under the impression that I would be able to make this account, and I would just be able to be like, you can't put you haven't put pictures of yourself. I haven't put pictures of myself on there, and most people do. And also, there's a whole kind of not gimmick, but a uh, 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 charade that goes along with it, where it's like, oh, I did all of this stuff in these in these panties, and yeah. now they're ready for you. So, like, I think a lot of the buyers want that sexual experience, story. like the story, yeah, the story Behind leading it. up, or people will be like, just uh, you know, I've been wearing these for two days, and uh, I haven't showered. I haven't showered. Like, what else do you want me to do with them? Yeah. And here's the price. And I'm not, I'm not willing. I don't have a problem with people doing that, but that's just not what I want. I want to go on there and say, hey, I'm trying to pay off my debt. Here's my skanky undies. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that I thought they would literally fly out the door. <laughs> But every single one, zero views, zero buyers. And I'm like, okay. Well, the only <laughs> knowledge that I have of this is from Orange is the New Black, and they really wanted some skanky prisoner undies, mm-hmm. which I could see that's a niche market. Right, right. You're getting so, in there. Yeah, oh I mean, God. I'm leaving it up, so just got to like oh, keep those man. possible streams of passive income open, you know? Yeah. I'd also like to share with you um, my favorite screen names that I saw on Sniffer.com. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So one was Juicy Poontang. <laughs> That's a good one. I know. Very descriptive. And so I didn't get to see the usernames until I had already come up with oh, mine. Oh, bummer. And these, they're mostly women. There are a few. I was going to say, are these women or yeah, men? Yeah, it's mostly women. God, they're fucking clever. All right, we got Juicy Poontang. We got More to Come. C-U-M. <laughs> right? Right. Camel Toe Milf 69. Right to the point. <laughs> Just right to the point. Down and dirty. Unlucky Sushi. I, I get it, the smell. 
Oh, mm. you think that's what it was? Yours could have been gas station sushi. Oh, damn. <laughs> it's not too late. That's how you lure them, and they're like, okay, Uh-oh. this chick's got some funky She's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to make my stomach hurt. <laughs> right. Go to ER. You might bark. <laughs> and then my, my favorite, foodie with a booty. Well, I love that. So I'm like, I don't stand a fucking chance. These bitches are cutthroat. They know they they just like are killing the game. So They're professionals. Go if you are into used underwear, go on to Sniffer. That's three Fs, sniffer.com, okay. and support these women with these really clever usernames. I want to buy their I just want to I will give them money and just don't send me your underwear because I don't want I them. know. Yeah. They, that's, but that's great. So other Quick car little... in the background. Oh, yeah. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Brooke's still outside. So, um, oh, oh, two other ones were buyers screen names. So those were the sellers. Okay. So the buyers are mostly men. Actually, I didn't see one woman. Not that there's not a woman on there, yeah. but most of them were men. Um, so my two favorite buyer names, they were both men. Superior corn. <laughs> like the vegetable. Okay. Or fruit fruit is veggie huh i don't know (laughs) and weak spineless pushover see that's someone who knows (laughs) who he is and i appreciate (laughs) the shit out of that who cares own it absolutely oh and you're in the right place pal here's my underwear Okay, I'm so sorry. I know that we need to get to the topic, but there are a couple other things that I think you need to know about Sniffer. Okay. You can sell other things besides used underwear, and would you like to know? A tampon? No. I didn't see a tampon, but I'm sure you could sell a tampon. Ooh, that's just not hygienic. Well, I mean, none of it is, but that's another level. You can sell foot skin. No. Why? I don't. Like big hunks? Why are your big hunks I, coming I off? didn't look super closely because like this is not my peel? thing. Yeah. Like a like gold member. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in your little skin pouch. Yes. Like tasty treat. <laughs> I don't know. And you can also sell bodily fluids. I saw a vial of bodily fluids like, for sale. Like, like, like spit, vaginal discharge. Oh, I don't know. Pee. I went straight to breast milk. <laughs> Nope. Not that. It was clear. So That's too normal. <laughs> yeah. They didn't specify what exactly oh, it was. Th- so you don't know what you're getting. The, the buyer probably does, but I don't think, like, the buyer will be like, hey, I'm interested. Oh what is in God, it? God. I can't. Yeah. So so it did get a little dark there, and I was like, I'm out of my element here. I'm in way over my head. I'm cool with the underwear a right. little bit. <laughs> right. I have, like, clip art profile pictures and backgrounds. No one's coming for me. So if and when I decide to take it down, oh, I will share the name that I went with on the podcast. Yeah. But I – and I wouldn't even really care. I would say it if I wasn't a therapist because I, I think a couple of my clients probably listen. I don't care that they know that I'm doing this, but I don't want them to, like – Find your – Yeah. And not that they site. would, but it's like that, that – what is it? It's uh, still a weird like cross-boundary. Gross curiosity yes. kind of thing. Like you don't need to know – You don't need that out there. Right, right, right. No. So – I think that we have learned enough – Without knowing your username. <laughs> well, there's one more thing that I want to tell you. Okay. Did you know that there are three sniff zones on your underwear? There's zone Come one. Come again? <laughs> Ayo. Sorry. What? There is zone one, zone two, and zone three. 
your pee hole, your vagina, and your butthole. Your clitoris slash urethra, your yeah. vagina, and your anus. Okay. Call it an anus. Don't say butt, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> it's an anus. What does your clitoris smell like? It smells like pee. It's right by so, your urethra. I'll tell you because okay. I looked it up. And this, I swear to God, this is the last thing. We've lost. Everyone's out. Countless times. <laughs> <laughs> please, please uh, say. So, we'll so get to the good one, stuff. So zone one, the clitoris slash urethra area is known to have the mildest smell. Yeah, that sounds right. And the zone two. Because <laughs> I know. <laughs> right, I just own one. It's not like I put my face down there, I guess. Yeah, could be. Zone two, the vaginal area. <laughs> <laughs> what are you I saying? I don't know. I just can't. I can't. Say? This is the weirdest I'm so I, sorry. No, I just cannot believe that I did not know about this little crevice of this the was internet, days but... of my life last week. Okay, okay, days of my life. Do you know how so, hard it was for me to keep this from I you? I know. I'm actually upset. I I would be too. You guys all hanging out without me because I have the Rona, <laughs> and you're texting without me, and I hate everyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> we won't do that anymore. No, I'm kidding. I have the. Um, so zone two is the vaginal area, which is the most popular zone to request. <laughs> I can't, I can't. This is my favorite day. Oh, okay. And zone three is the anal region, which hey, is, described, is described as smelling very musky. That's what we're calling it. That's what it. they call it. That's what we're calling it. Mm-hmm. It's poop. It's poop. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So, how do you how do you just get some of the zones? All the parts are smushed down there. I think you have a. It's like more of like what's your preference. So like when you find a seller, they're gonna ha- shove it up their booty hole. Yeah. More or, than their. Or you might try out a couple sellers, and if you find a seller who's like zone two is your cup of tea, then you'll continue oh, to buy from shit. that seller and request whatever you did with this pair. Keep doing do it, it again. Yeah. So that means you have to keep notes on each pair of underwear you send out. And it's like that blue pair, I did Pilates. That mm-hmm. green pair, mm-hmm. didn't shower for four days. Yeah, it's a co- it's, just this see. is a business. This is business commitment. So my little, <laughs> little stupid sniffer shop is going nowhere. <laughs> so moving right along from that, I hope that you enjoyed that. I very much did. I learned so much today. I can't believe I almost forgot to tell you that. The zones. Does that, does that make you want to sniff your own underwear? Because it kind of makes me want to sniff mine. I've sni- I've sniffed <laughs> my own underwear before. Oh, I have too. Yeah. I feel like I've... But like I want to... Like the like zones. Like test out the different zones and see how they smell different. But like the vagina and like the urethra clitoris zone, it's so close. Yeah. And I don't know. Your I underwear feel like moves. you've got to be... You've got to be like a pro to be you able have to a, have tell. To, a very re- refined <laughs> vagina palette, <laughs> vaginal accoutrement. <laughs> I don't know. No, keep going. <laughs> oh, oh, a vaginal simoyer. <laughs> That's the name of the title. Write it down, Derek. <laughs> vaginal sommelier. New band name. <laughs> Write it down, Derek. Can we even move on to this next topic? I don't, Are you ready? I to could get... talk about vaginas all day. I know. I know. Okay. Um, so let's transition into our serious. serious topic <laughs> after we this. talked about musky anus. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> I would never call him musky. 
I know poop, but I feel like that's a really that, like that's how Terry that's nice. would describe it. That's Terry a very just... nice and mild. Terry's toots. Terry's toots are, are just a little musky. <laughs> Terry's Rachel's mom, by the way. Yeah. <sighs> this I is do. like when I hear that the the poop zone is a musky smell. <laughs> it's like me when I read the back of a bottle of wine. I still don't know what's going to go on in the inside of it. <laughs> right, and it's yes. like notes of cherry and oak, and I'm like, <laughs> An oaky afterbirth. Yeah, <laughs> oaky afterbirth. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's about the same to me. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, you can call it whatever you want, but my experience is going to be different. <laughs> I just had, I just had this vision of someone, like like a wine tasting but with the different zones Underwear. and like oh this zone too like with a blindfold on right there's there it's like a sour yet notes of vanilla is it <laughs> and and hmm what, what the? and they're like judged on <laughs> <laughs> okay this, okay we gotta this move could on, go on forever. Gotta... i've got so much more where that came from <laughs> All right, so we're gonna talk about the holidays. We the one of the reasons why <laughs> shake it off. Everybody, go take a drink of water, cleanse yeah. your palate, t- take a do, bathroom break, right, do a couple of jumping jacks, and come back because this is the serious yeah. business. But we're gonna make it fun. Yes. Um. So the one of the reasons why we really wanted to force ourselves to do this episode this week, even though Rachel has the corona, is because <laughs> next week is Thanksgiving. We're gonna try to have it out by Monday. And hopefully you listen to it and you can take something away from it yeah. for the holidays. Yeah. And this was actually Rachel's idea. So she, she came to me and she said, I really want to do an ep- an episode on this because I talked to my therapist about it yes. and I have a lot of good shit to say. Yeah. So Rachel's going to talk about boundaries and yeah. then I'm going to come in with the flop and the drop and the boohoo. And the boohoo. So I think that this is just something that I have worked on a lot in the past even probably year has been the most deep down and dirty work that I've had to do the most uncomfortable bits. Probably the last two is when it's really started. But so I am at a people pleaser at heart and that's what not that you can't do that. That slowly burned me to the ground. So I think the main thing that I think about this year Last year went terrible for us. Yeah, last year was really, really bad. With the holidays. With the holidays. Mm -hmm. So it it mostly was Christmas. Like Thanksgiving was fine, but my Thanksgivings are a little more chill. Mm -hmm. But but for Christmas, between the two days, between Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we went five different places. That's that's disrespectful. So we went to two different things the night before. So Christmas Eve and then three things on Christmas Day. With a toddler. Yeah, with an 18-month-old. And the thing is, this 18-month-old, my my little boy. Is that not a toddler? It Am is. stupid? No, but I just, like, he just was, he was still so little. Like, yeah. it still is, like, blows my mind. So he is in the worst mood. He's crabby as shit. He's throwing things. He's just, he's in a bad mood. And I'm like, what is his deal? And I was like, guess what? That's what my insides feel like, but I'm an adult and I put a mask over them and I can't even realize that I put a mask over them. Uh But if I could be throwing things and yelling and saying, go home, I absolutely would. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a huge thing. And I, like, that was the biggest wake up call. 
And I also I feel it like took most me, of us feel like that. Yeah. I feel like my that. insides feel like that, but you just shut it down. And if this is something that you don't connect to and you enjoy the holidays with your family, that's great. Yes. As, you know, it's this not, is not, you don't have to learn to hate it. No, because <laughs> like I said, my Thanksgiving is not as bad mm-hmm. and hasn't been as bad because I'm not running all over the place. I mean, we still are. We go to two Thanksgivings and then one the Sunday before. That's still a lot, mm-hmm. but they don't bother me as much. Don't love it. But. And that's the point. Yeah. We want to get to a place where. where you enjoy it. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, and the other part that sparred me seeing my first therapist was I was exhausted for three weeks after Christmas. Oh that is God. not okay. Like, I was just drained. I was drained. I was burnt out. I was pissed at my family. I was pissed at th- things that people said to me or, like, little snippy shit because I was trying to put up boundaries. That was the first year that I was like, hey – we're not doing this next year. And my mom freaked out. And I was just like, this is, I will not do this. I said, I have a fam, like I have my own family now. Like I am my own family unit Mm -hmm. and it's going to look different. I will, I cannot keep up like this. I just can't. Mm -hmm. And that's why people don't change it. Well, A, because they don't feel like they have a choice. We're here to tell you, you do have a choice. Uh, Thousand percent. And also people try to avoid it because they don't want to deal with, 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 the, with the backlash the from negative family feelings. members. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that is the biggest thing. And I think one of the one of the really big points that I have to keep telling myself is that I'm going to choose what's best for me in this moment, in this season, in whatever time it is, whether I want to do a Thanksgiving or I don't, which I don't have to. Thank mm-hmm. you, Corona. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I think you you did that. I think you did that in the last episode too. I did. Yeah. The one that we posted or the one that we found? The one that we posted. Oh. (laughs) It's my thing now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But so the biggest thing that I keep telling myself is that I'm not responsible for other people's feelings towards my choices. Mm -hmm. And that is has been the the number one most empowering thing. And for a lot of people, that might sound very, very selfish because at first with me, that sounded very selfish. And I was like, don't like that mm-hmm. because I'm not just going to do whatever I want with free will and just fuck everyone. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what I'm saying here. I'm not trying to hurt people's feelings. I'm not trying to be petty. I am just not going to wear myself into a nub <laughs> this <laughs> this holiday and then shut down for three weeks and have to talk to a therapist out of a hole. Exactly. and I'm not going to do that. And it's not. So, so it's interesting because you feel like you still have to say that, yeah. but you don't even have to say that. No. You, the reason why you feel like you have to say that is because you grew up feeling like you were selfish when you would want to lay a boundary down. So then yes. you decided I'm never going to lay a boundary down ever again. Yes. Can I add something else to that real quick before you move on? <laughs> Always. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> have, I'm talking. Have we talked about the fawn response? No. So, so um, I think that you're really going to connect with this. So, like, when you hear people pleasing, that's, like, a super common term. Like, yeah. I'm a people pleaser. I just want to keep the peace. And that was your role in your family. I was the mediator. I connect with that a lot. I did that a lot in different ways. And we talk about fight or flight, which has slowly expanded to fight, flight, or freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, even some people recognize faint, which to me is, is like dissociation, dis- yeah. like blacking out, disconnecting. Mm-hmm. But there's also this other response called the fawn response. And when you fawn, you people please because it do- you don't feel safe when you're not doing what other people want you to do. Oh, yeah. So when my mom is happy, then I'm okay. When yeah. my mom's not happy, I don't feel safe. 
when my teachers are happy, when I'm doing good work, when mm-hmm. these people are my friends, when these people like me, when these boys like me, that's yeah. the fawn response. You're not thinking about what's best for you yeah. because you've been told that that's not important and that's selfish. Yes. And so in order for you to feel safe and secure, you need to know that everyone around you is okay. Yeah. That's, it's a trauma response. Yeah. That is what I have always put others first with that. And that's why it kind of comes up to two that I, so I'm one of three kids. I have an older brother and a younger brother and it was always, oh, well, we know at least Rachel will come. So it was like optional for my brothers, but it was like Rachel will have to be there. And if Rachel didn't want to go, it was like, wait, no, like someone has to show up. And that was always my, it fell to me. Okay. It always fell to me. And my, like not even excuses, my my reasons for not being able to be there or be there for the full time or whatever was not valid. Yep. I feel like that happens a lot with women or like with girls. Yeah. I'm in the, the and Yeah. I'm the only girl. And so that's, you know, mm-hmm. I'm the middle child. So it's like classic middle child yep. shit. But, um. Yeah, and, and I think that the the biggest hurdle that I had with that was when I got married, and I have two families now, you know, and I, it was like that before we got married, too. Like, you know, when he was just my boyfriend, it was, we still had these families to go to and whatever, but it wasn't as much obligation. But now it's like, I really had to sit back because I really pushed Derek's family to the back burner. And this is something that we had talked about, that I... What I always prioritized my family and and everything and put them first and was just like no we ha- we have to do it this way because otherwise it's gonna be bad like yep. it's it, like this is more important because I had more anxiety missing my stuff than missing Derek's stuff so I had to push him yep. and push his stuff away mm-hmm. like it was less important when it's not exactly it, it is it is not it's, it's not this a crazy a 50, realization yeah it's a 50 50 thing uh-huh. and i didn't even realize why i was doing it because i was like i don't enjoy my family more than his mm-hmm. like it's it's it, that's not the reason it's just i don't want to hear it yep and you i think the lie that we tell ourselves well it's not really a lie it's half true but it's not like the deep truth is that well i i don't want to upset like it's going to upset my mom or oh they're going to mm-hmm. but really what that means is that you don't want to deal with the discomfort that oh, comes yeah. up for you with setting a boundary oh yeah because that's what you're avoiding i just hear heard every year for thanksgiving was the main one thanksgiving where it was like my mom was like man i really wish that you could say for dessert too and i'm like yep mm-hmm. but we have two families here right we have two families like, there's fucking two respect of them. that yeah and it was it sucked. And what's nice. So what's nice about this year, I guess I'll kind of transition into this year for me. So, and this is something that I will talk about at a, at a later date. Um, but I am going through a loss this year. And so it's kind of like a grieving holiday for me. Um, but it's still, I still find so much joy and I'm so grateful for a lot of things, but it's still, it's like a double-edged sword type of deal. Um, so that is, has actually been really nice for me to put up boundaries and put up things where I'm just like, this is going to be hard. Parts of this is going to be really hard. Parts of this is going to be great, just like every holiday. But I'm able to use that as a catalyst to move forward in my boundaries for the future. It's is what, an opportunity mm-hmm. for you to practice that now. Yes, because it's like, this is I'm putting this first. Mm-hmm. And people actually, I think what makes it me more comfortable, what makes me more comfortable um doing that is that people actually realize that this is a big deal for me mm-hmm. and me just like not wanting to do that for my own sanity mm-hmm. wasn't be a big deal yeah but that's <laughs> not but it's like hey I'm going through a major loss still mm-hmm. 
this is still year one for me. Um, this is hard. Yep. And I have to keep reminding people of that, which sucks. But I have to be like, this is different for me. I can't just like, can't just slap on through the holidays and I don't want to. Right. I don't want to. I could. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Well, you're not doing that anymore to yourself. You made a decision that you're not going to live your life like that anymore. And it's not just me. Like Derek is going through it as well. It's it's just we're not going to do that Mm -hmm. because we also saw our son deteriorate as a person because we put him through these things, and I'm not going to do that to my family. I won't do that to my kids. I never want my kids to feel like this. So Does that feel empowering? It feels great, and yeah. that's that's basically the basis of a lot of my therapy stuff where I'm like, I will never make my kids feel like that. It's I really... will never – like, I want them to be part of my family and part of – and want to do Thanksgiving and holidays and stuff, but I want it to, that to be our own thing. If that doesn't mm-hmm. look like a traditional whatever, that's fine. It's really cool for me as your friend to hear you talk like that because of how you were 10 or 15 years ago. I was a little bitch. You would never talk like this about your family. And Mm -mm. I would be like, yeah, you just got to stick it to the man. Just fuck him and go live with your boyfriend like me. (laughs) And you'd be like, oh, my mom. No, no, no. Because she was scary. Like, fuck. You know, she never yelled at me because I wasn't her kid. But to be able to hear you talk like that, it just, it makes me so happy because I know that you deserve to feel empowered when you say that versus, I'm going to do this thing and I just don't know how it's going to go. And I know that that what you're doing is still scary and uncomfortable. But there's also this, like, fierceness in it and like fierce self-compassion and protection for your family. And I just have realized that I'm not the only person that has to deal with this and I'm not the only one that's like, I'm going to get backlash for this. Mm -hmm. It's how I want to deal with it. Yep. That's really kind of how it boils down for me. Uh Uh-oh. Is there a cat? Yeah. What cat is it? I don't know. It's (laughs) it's either either Chrissy or it's it's the one I Chrissy. (laughs) (sighs) Chrissy's actually. Two eyes. Two eyes. We're good. Will you take a picture? Can you take a picture so people? Oh yeah. My God. <laughs> Do you see the color drain from my face? Chrissy. Yummy. <laughs> Lisa, could you let me in from the code? <laughs> Hi, Queen. Oh, we also call Chris crazy eyes. But yeah, no, people go through this. Or should we just, we'll cut that out. Yeah, cut. Th- you can cut that out. Not the, we also not need to stop part. saying, Derek, you can cut this out. Do you know how many times? Well, I mean, it's funny. I, I think it's funny. <laughs> People could make a drinking game from it. Mm-hmm. I actually, I would enjoy that very much. I think that there are going to be a lot of things that we say, like, I was pretty disgusted with how many times I said I got my feelings hurt. <laughs> I say 100% a lot of times. <laughs> or absolutely. I say absolutely 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I say exactly a lot. So do I. I get that. okay oh yeah okay so you were talking about this year how it's going to be different yeah and this is kind of my catalyst year is what I've decided um and the other thing which is what I've also been working with my therapist on or what she has been saying is you we have this beautiful weird gift of coronavirus this year and we know that the numbers are really not good lately and people should not be around each other learning this firsthand but um we, th- that is something that you can use to your advantage if you are not at the place yet where you can just say no to your family or no to friends or no to whoever. Um, 
you can use that as and just lean right into that yep. excuse of I don't want to do this because I'm uncomfortable with it with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. That can be a huge part for you. And just test the waters a yeah. little bit and with that boundary. Make that setting. the brunt of yeah. And that that is can be your catalyst mm-hmm. this year. And that is another that's my back that's my back burner bitch. Yep. Oh, I love that. Is grief and uh coronavirus and and what i like about that too is i think people have this idea of therapy as always having to do things the hard way but it's also okay to find a loophole every now and then because you need to give yourself a little bit of grace be a little gentle you don't have to do one thousand percent of stuff zero to 60 go Mm -hmm. the second that you hear about it it's what you're comfortable with Mm -hmm. and i realized it took me years and years of whittling away until I felt empowered enough to be like, this is what we are doing. Mm-hmm. And this is another thing that was really helpful is that Derek and I sat down and said, what are we comfortable with this mm-hmm. year? So like, what are we partner, going to do? Like, sitting yeah. down with them and a, having that conversation. Exactly. Having a partner, talk about your family or, or whatever. And it, this also brings in the coronavirus and what you're comfortable with. Um, don't do anything you're not comfortable with, obviously. Um, but we sat down and we we're like, Thanksgiving, what is that going to look like? Okay. That here and here, well, now it's nothing, which I'm so happy. I'm just going to Instacart uh, turkey and yeah. or a chicken. I feel great about it. Um, but then I was like, Christmas is a big one. We did five things. What are we doing this year? And we made the choice that we are not leaving our house on Christmas Day. Because oh. because some of Derek's – this made me so happy because I never I never did this. I went three different places on Christmas Day for my family when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. At least two – Yeah. I would, this is so messed up. So I would wake up Christmas morning, we'd open our presents really quick, and then we'd get ready to go to breakfast with my mom's family. And then we'd come home, go to my dad's side, which is in Illinois, and then we'd go back home and then go back to dinner in St. Louis with my mom's family again. So we'd have breakfast and dinner with them. So Jeez. we just got carted around all Christmas, and we were exhausted. I don't know. You probably, like, want to play with your toys. Well, that, and I just remember my mom would always yell, and she's like, why can't you guys, ju- like, why do you do this on the holidays? Like, why can't we just have a good day? And I'm like, now, I used to think, and I was like, oh, my gosh, why are we such terrible kids Aww. when great things happened? But now I'm like, it's because we got schlepped around, and we just wanted to play with our toys. And that's what Derek had said, too. He was like, some of my fondest memories are us opening our gifts with like he has three brothers so opening all of our gifts all of us got what each you know and then we just played with it like we sat down and we played our video games together or we figured this out or built those things or did whatever and he goes that's some of my fondest memories and I just want my kids to have that and I was like boom yes I yep. love Doing that, that too yeah I do too because I ne- I've never gotten to stay and I've I can't tell you since I have a memory I've never been able to stay at my house on Christmas day mm-hmm. the whole day that- is insane. Yeah. And that's what's happening this year, and I feel great. I'm really – you'll have to give us a full report on yeah. how the first Christmas day staying at home with your family yeah. goes. And I'm how that, to hear how that conversation went last year on my – it was my fifth Christmas, so I was pretty fed up. <laughs> and I was like – my mom had said something, and I was like, we aren't doing this next year. And she was like, what do you mean? Like, we aren't, I'm not doing this next year. I will not be doing this next year. I said, we are cutting back next year. And she was like, what? Are you, do you will you, you'll at least see us, right? And that's what her response was. And I was like, yes, we would like to see you, but we need to figure it out around us. Mm-hmm. It's not about, like, it's not about 
how your Christmas is going to go. Mm. It's I'm, I'm part of this as well. Right. You don't have to continue to fit yourself into no. everyone else's realities. Yes, and, and I'm not doing it. Deal with it. Yeah, and I think that that is okay, and it's it's just something that takes a lot of t- it can take a lot of time, and it yes. takes a, it takes a lot of balls too. Like it just it's going to be uncomfortable. There's oh, going to be yes. I, I'm going to have some really uncomfortable conversations with my mother. So, mm-hmm. and I, I was going to add too, what you do this year does not have to indicate what you're going to do next year. No. I think that, and I don't know if this is me projecting what my family would do, but it's like. Well, you said last year, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what worked for us last year. Exactly. Every year, taking into consideration where you are, meeting yourself where you are in that Mm -hmm. moment, do we feel like doing what we did last year? How did that work? What worked? What didn't? You can change your mind. You are allowed to change your mind on things and be flexible. It's not set in stone. Right. A year in advance. Right. Because your life changes a lot in a year, Mm -hmm. especially in 2020. Yes. So fuck everyone. But yeah, I just have, I had a few things. I was like. The main thing, you're you're responsible for your own thoughts, behaviors, and feelings and values. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you're responsible for. That's it. You you're allowed to say no without guilt. Hell the, yes. Yes. The less you commit to doing, the more you'll actually enjoy, which we kind of touched on. But that's mm-hmm. a big thing is I didn't enjoy going five places. I don't enjoy getting schlepped around. That means I only got like an hour, an hour and a half at each thing. And I was so burnt out, and I hated everyone at the end. I didn't want to talk to any – I didn't want to do small talk. I didn't want to do any of that. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you had uh, – actually, I think you talked about this at a different podcast about gift giving. That is my whole topic. Did you talk about that – did we talk Did we talk about that? Have we, have we touched on this in the Just, last, Oh, Oh, yeah. In briefly. a previous one? We were like – once the gift leaves your hand, yes, the blah, okay. blah, blah. But yeah, I'm going to majorly expand on that. That's what all my notes are on. Yeah. I so think if that's you basically say all I really have. You, you also, you need to ask what you want for what you want or what you need. If you need to voice those and communicate those without like some passive aggression, try to move away from that. That's not going to help. But just being very clear and honest about what you need and what you are wanting out of your holiday because it fucking matters. Mm-hmm. Other people, I get that, you know, they might want to see their grandbabies or they might want to see they only see you during this holiday. Which also, let's talk about that. Why is that? Exactly. Like if you're out of town, that's one thing. But why are we yeah. putting all of this pressure to do this on, on one, one day? day? Mm-hmm. If I'm not seeing you the other 364 days, mm-hmm. do we even like each other? So, yeah. So why do we also put the pressure? Like, so why can't we do something the day after Christmas? And it's still be Christmas. Like Derek, I love, this is what Derek's family does, is we get together as like his immediate family the Sunday after Christmas. And that's when we do our Christmas because my mother-in-law knows that Christmas Day is so busy for people or like she just doesn't want to add more on. Whatever. I can talk about Christmases forever. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've thought about it for hours and Mm -hmm. hours and culminated on it for days. You're doing a good job. Okay. That's all I really have. I just fucking do what you need to do to make yourself feel good over the holidays mm-hmm. because the holidays are fucking hard. And we are going to support you. Yeah. Tell us. Email us if your parents are being mean to you and we're going to validate we'll the fight shit em. out of you. Yeah, I'll fight them. But yeah, just. I'll send them some zone three panties in the yeah. mail. <laughs> some musky <laughs> ass. Musky bitches. <laughs> but yeah, just this is kind of a mantra thing and it took me a lot mm-hmm. of like you are not responsible for other people's mm-hmm. feelings from your actions. Like no, 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 no for what your choices are for the holidays. And that took a lot in me to just keep 
reminding myself yep. that the body is slow. Yes. It takes time for those words to go from your head space <sighs> to your heart space. Yeah. Well, I just drained my heart. Your turn. I'm fucking ready. <laughs> we are going to talk about gift giving. <sighs> this makes my bones so warm and tingly mm-hmm. and also my lady bits. I love it. <laughs> I'm so this is the best thing that you've brought to our friendship in a while. Okay. Yes. Nah, that's not true, but you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think Sniffer, we can collectively <coughs> agree, was the best thing that I brought to our friendship. With three Fs. So Rachel is talking about, <laughs> yes, don't forget it. Rachel is talking about the boundaries, and I'm just going to add a subcategory about gift giving and consumerism and the stress involved mm. in trying to buy fucking crap. So, okay, I need to, I, I get a little bit jaded or cynical with this and I and I I was like why am I so negative I'm looking at I was looking at my notes earlier and I'm like god I feel so negative and and I think that I should add a disclaimer that it's it's a little bit not a trauma trigger but it's like um a sore spot for me because my mom's love language is gift giving Mm -hmm. and that is not what I needed as a child that's never been my love language my languages are physical touch and quality time Mm -hmm. and she was just not available for those things. But mm-hmm. what she was able to do was give us things. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't superficial. It was that was how she showed us love. Yeah. Um, so I'm really burned on gift giving. I don't like to receive gifts. I don't particularly like to give gifts unless it's something that I specifically see mm-hmm. for someone that I want to give them. And that could be in March. That yeah. could be in April. I don't like this pressure of having to buy a gift. The perfect gift. The perfect gift in December because every single year what happens is I will just look on Amazon for junk. That's going to make you <laughs> smile for a second. And then it's just going to waste away in a landfill. That'll hit your your quota of mm-hmm. how much you're going to spend on them. Yep. Like, oh, this is $50. So it's the amount of money that mm-hmm. I like them. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Uh-oh. What's happening? Sorry. Hold on. Is it Chrissy? There's a lot going on. There's a train out here. I feel like that fucking white cat is like pawing at my chair. All right, we got to wrap it up. It's getting late. <laughs> okay, so um, a couple of things that – so I was researching this because I just didn't want it to be only my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but a couple of things that I read that I really liked were why – do I hate the holidays so much? That was something that I Googled, but then it kind of narrowed down to things that are changing with our generation. And right. And one thing that I read was that things are kind of becoming more casual. Mm. We aren't so like drenched in tradition, like our parents' generation and our grandparents' generation. Everything is more casual clothes, cooking, holidays. Like we're cool with ordering pizza on Thanksgiving. No one really cares to, to cook a, not no one. Some people really dig this yeah. stuff, and that's cool if that's mm-hmm. your jam. Um, but we're just, I think, typically a more casual bunch. But it's they're not doing it out of I have to. It's out of I want yes. to. Yes. We are the first generation that has decided we're not doing the things we don't want to do anymore just because they've been done for that's a long tradition. time. tradition. Yeah. Like racism, for example. <laughs> like just because hey. it's been around for a really long time. Doesn't mean we should this? keep it. Exactly. <laughs> So we can, we can change things. And, and um, I don't think that our parents felt like they had the freedom to do mm-hmm. that. So so a lot of that generation is really stuck in the, well, this is how it's always been. This is what I did when I was your age. And this is, you know, I had to go and I had to sit through it. And we're cycle breakers, baby. We're not doing it anymore. No. no. So um, like, there's a big idea yeah. that boundaries don't count for a lot of people all the time in their families. Yeah. But, 
but I think there's a bigger idea that boundaries don't count on the holidays. Like how many times have you heard, well, it's, it's Christmas, it's, well, but it's Thanksgiving. This is what we do. This is, this is what we do. This is, yeah. This is, but it's, and it's always, mine is when you pull grandparents in it. It's like, yep. someone's house. Oh, but what if it's their older. last Christmas? Yep. Oh my God. And, and that's, your boundaries, I'm here to tell you, your boundaries are just as important on the holidays as they are any other fucking day of the year. I love that. I have, I'm writing that down. <laughs> Write it down, bitch. I'm writing it down because I love it. Well, and you know, like, you don't want to sit later. at the table with your perverted uncle on any other day. So why should you have to sit at the table with your perverted uncle on Christmas? Yeah. Don't and like, oh, he, but he, that's, you know how your uncle is. That's just he likes how your uncle you is. Like, sorry. That's no, not okay. it shouldn't be Makes this one day of the year he gets a pass, yeah. you know, or like your racist grandpa. Yeah. And and I think there's a difference between abusive behavior and annoying behavior. Yeah. So there's something to be said. If there's anything abusive going on in your family, you don't ever have to go. Um, never, never. But then, you know, when the boundaries don't counter, you try to enforce a boundary. It becomes not about your perverted uncle's problem, but you are ruining Christmas because you're not complying. Yep. And that is not okay, and we're not taking it anymore. I feel that in a in a deep way, as the yeah middle child that always went to everything. Yeah. No, no, a nay, nay. I say a new, a new. Okay. Um, I wrote, you know, kind of piggybacking off of you, you can't change your family. This is an opportunity mm-hmm. for you to practice coping skills and communication skills. Yes. It's an opportunity for you to sit in the discomfort a little bit, Ugh, um, drawing those boundaries with your time, but also with gift giving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wrote down some gift giving alternatives. I was just about to ask, do you have some yes. ideas, uh, that we can share? Yep. Of some gift-giving alternatives. And I would love, I know that we're always like, contact us. Well, we really want to hear from you. Yeah. Email us traditions that your family has taken on that have made the holidays less stressful for you. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I'm all about. I hate the consumerism of Christmas. Trash. And exactly. Just here's my trash. And I don't like the idea that if I get something that I didn't ask for and I didn't want, there's like the guilt behind it. Which I'm, mm-hmm. that's on me. You know, I can, I can figure out how I respond but if we can just kind of take away that commercialism like yes. the consumerism of Christmas I think that I would be able to enjoy it a lot more yep because I sat down when we were talking about the holidays and I was like what would it be like for me to enjoy the holidays and I was like I think if I felt like I didn't have to frantically find gifts for all of these yeah. people yeah so I was like what are some gift giving alternatives that we could throw around to try to make this a little bit better um, so something that Nick's family does on his dad's side is we do a cousin's gift exchange. Okay. So, and I like that because what we do is we start an email chain and we put in what we want and the cousin, the, it's like a secret Santa mm-hmm. and they just buy it off the list. Love that. And so like last year I got a couple records the year ago, yeah. uh, the year before that I got watercolor pens. The year yeah. before that I got, um, like a nice cardigan and a candle and like a visa gift card. Hell yeah. And so you literally just look on the list and they'll tell you, I said, my records are available on Amazon and mm-hmm. you get really specific. So you don't get something that you don't want and you only have You're to so buy wasteful. one gift. Yeah. Yes. And then the aunts and uncles, they buy for each other and the grandparents. Yeah. Like, so you don't have to buy for six grandparents or however many oh, you have yeah. in your family. Oh, God. So a, sec- a secret Santa. Mm-hmm. That's good. 
Um, another one would be instead of gifting things to gift an experience for the person. See, that was that. That's the one thing that comes to the forefront of my mind. Is, yeah. Yes. So it could be if you're buying a gift for Derek's parents, an experience for the two of them, mm-hmm. or an experience for the four of you to do together. A big thing about this, a big thing for this was like giving a family a, a Zoom membership. For yes. a year, so they can oh, have free yeah. parking. <laughs> Derek, no one can hear Derek right. except for us. <laughs> we he forget. Hasn't, uh, he hasn't leveled up to get a microphone yeah. yet. Um, but Derek Still said donating nice. to a charity, which is definitely on the list. But mm-hmm. Rachel, was it your mom that got you guys the Zoom membership? Yeah, one she year? got me that for my birthday one year, and mm-hmm. it was like fantastic. Such an amazing gift. You can use it over and over. There's no garbage to go in a landfill. Yeah, it's not some bullshit that's... plastic that's made from China. God, I'm so tired of throwing shit away. I'm like, <laughs> I get it. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want this. I don't want it to clutter up my home mm-hmm. i'm just gonna throw this in my basement until i feel less shitty about throwing it away yep yes and i am yeah 2020 and on i'm not doing it anymore yeah love that um continue uh, on the same token as donating to charity uh, adopting a family mm-hmm. and being able to give them what they need mm-hmm. amazing a lot of different organizations you can look up it's very easy to do online mm-hmm. that you can click on a family they tell you they're you know Shirt sizes, coat sizes, what the kids need, what a, mm-hmm. you know, whoever it is. But yeah, mm-hmm. I love those. Those will give you the warm fuzzies. Totally. So my favorite one that's on the list, and I don't, for some reason, I feel like this isn't going to be received very well by everyone, mm-hmm. but the idea of only buying used gifts. I, yes. Do you love that idea? I do, because I had, I had read some blog post or something about a family who only bought used for their kids, like mm-hmm. only bought used and then um, had asked other family members to do that. And so birthday parties would be all like, you know, pre-loved things. Mm-hmm. And there was one year where this kid who was like three or four got a gift that it was like one of the first new gifts that they've, they'd ever gotten. And they were like, why is it in all this packaging? <laughs> like they didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is awesome. I love it. I know. And it's, it's just like, I think that, and my thing too is, so one thing that I've gotten more into lately is like for my siblings and I to go in on one big thing for mm-hmm. our parents, like one big thing that they really want or really need instead of us getting each 50 or a hundred dollar things or whatever right. it is. And all having this little piddly crap that they're not going to use. Mm-hmm. So that's another absolutely one that I like that it, you just you got to know what they're actually going to use. Mm-hmm. I've been like messing around on Facebook Marketplace a lot because mm-hmm. I'm trying, you know, one of my five businesses. Um, <laughs> and they have really, you can search literally anything you want. So mm-hmm. if I wanted to buy you a gift and I knew that you were wanting a new uh, something to hang behind your couch, yeah. they have so much gently or never been used before home decor. Is that, a, is that a cat? It's, is there a cat yeah, right it's, there? It's Chrissy. Okay. Oh, my like, God. Like, I just saw like, one ear, like, poking up. <laughs> but go ahead. He's like, you know. so, so, yeah, you can buy gently used I home decor. That. And I, I like the idea of it being loved previously. Yeah, it had another life. You're giving it another life. I like buying my clothes used. I just, anything that I can do to, mm-hmm. to decrease the, the excess, you know? Yeah. Um, but I just, I guess I kind of worried that maybe people would be like, oh. She's so cheap. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's not, it really is not about money for me. Yeah. It, that It is stressful to be like, we're blowing, like you have this huge budget for Christmas money. once a year um, when you don't always have the room for that. No. But it's more about the environment and, and taking, hmm, directing 
the holidays to be more about your values versus consumerism and gifts. Mm -hmm. Like what I really enjoy is uh, like having wine and dinner and conversation Mm -hmm. and like sitting around a fire and listening to Christmas music and just like being together and laughing. Mm -hmm. So can we take away the stress of, oh, I didn't get them what they wanted. Yes. Yeah. So buying used. Do you want to know another, this just came up. Do you want to know another stressor for me? And I don't know if this is something that you get as well Mm -hmm. is, you know, you have like a person in your life that is going to get you a gift and you know how much they are going to spend. Mm -hmm. And it's way more than what you a could, could afford or what you were budgeting for. Yep. And you were like, well, I'm going to be the cheap ass that I got them this, you know, this thing. And they got me something that's like $150 mm-hmm. and I'm not spending that on them because I physically can't because I have a family. Like, <laughs> Right. You know, so that is one that thing that stresses me out a lot. I'm like, God, I just, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. keep up with that. I can't keep up with that. And it stresses me out, but I feel like I have to. Yep. That was huge. So, so they addressed that in one of the little mini articles that I read. Mm-hmm. And what they said was it, it feels really ass backwards. A lot of the stuff feels ass backwards because a lot of what we grew up on the holidays was just these like charades and the, oh, you mm-hmm. shouldn't have and just like passive aggressiveness and bitterness. Yeah. But talk about a budget beforehand. There's like with, no with, with the people the you're giving, you're exchanging yes. gifts from. Okay. And I know that that sounds weird. and mm, I like that. But if you know that someone tends to spend a little bit more, talk to them. Let them know, hey, you know, we're talking about our, our Christmas budget and we want to make this sure. This is what we want to spend. We want to make sure we don't overspend. We want to make sure people don't overspend on us. So we're wanting to keep our gifts around X amount of money. Yeah. And then that way, if they go and they blow $150, that's on them. You know, they're what's going on with you? Let's unpack that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but you set the parameter. They knew what the boundary was. And mm-hmm. if they decide to go above and beyond, that's on them. Does that make yeah, sense? Absolutely. Yeah. So having those conversations, it's not just like you with a friend or a coworker, but it's like you with your parents and in-laws for Leo. Mm-hmm. It's like here, we don't want all, him to have all of these toys that we don't have anywhere to put them. Yeah. So here's the limit, like five mm-hmm. toys or a hundred dollars or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like being very specific with your boundaries and your budget. I like that. Um, oh, along with the shopping used, uh, specifically looking at stores with good causes, Ooh. like Tom's, you know, you could buy somebody yeah. a pair of Tom's and then another pair they goes. Buy, yeah. Right. Or uh shopping locally or black owned just like being more intentional with where you get your stuff from especially with the coronavirus going on Mm -hmm. and small businesses are just hurting yep they're just yeah because everyone i mean no one wants to or can go in stores really anymore Mm -hmm. but and and small businesses right now are doing everything they can to stay afloat so even if you think oh they don't have an online store oh they don't ship to my zip code, check again mm-hmm. because they might work with you. And they actually might be willing to do more for you. Like Left Bank Books in the Central West yeah. End was about to close. And I haven't looked to see if they're People still up and going. flooded. Yes. You want to go in and they're going to work with you. They're going to find that book for you because they want to stay open. Yeah. <laughs> Edible gifts. Love that. That's almost like an experience for me. Like it's <laughs> like it goes hand in hand with the experience type of thing. Like yes. it's something that I'm going to enjoy that. I mean, I'm going to poop out, but I don't know. <laughs> but, but you know, it's not just going to, like, rot in the earth. You know, no. like, this is I, – I love food. If you made something for me homemade and you're like, oh, this is my special 
you know, oatmeal chocolate chip cookie recipe, I'm going to love that more than this mm-hmm. $12.99 two-day shipping Amazon piece of shit. <laughs> Don't do it. Give me the food. And I, I, I guess kind of where I went, because our family has done this, is like they will buy – it's mostly for Derek. They'll buy Derek like a gift card to – um, a butcher shop yes or like send a like a steak package mm-hmm. or something like that and so that's also an experience for us that we can cook those and eat those together and you know do all of that mm-hmm. um so it's not just stuff that you prepare if you're a really good cook or if you're even just okay whatever mm-hmm. if that's what makes you happy and that's how you want to spread your joy fantastic but if it's also like you want to give someone exper- an experience of cooking food or Something like that. If that's what they're into, then... I love that. Mm -hmm. I didn't write that down, but I think gift cards... And I don't know if this is just my own personal experience coming up, but I've always gotten the impression that gift cards are lazy. I get that too. Is that like... But I I open a gift card and I go, oh... Thank God. I can buy what I want. Yeah, especially... I mean, we got gift cards. Everyone felt bad getting us gift cards for like Home Depot, but I was like, we just want to fix our fucking house. That's what we asked for for our wedding. Yeah, I know. I loved it. And and even if you like want to put your own personal spin on it, I think getting him a gift card to a butcher shop is really awesome. Or getting someone a gift card to Total Wine if they're a wine buff. Getting them a wine of the the month Club. membership. Mm-hmm. Um, you can play off of that. Yeah. A clothing store maybe where you would have wanted to buy them a top, but don't fucking buy people clothes past the age of 30, past yeah, the age of 20. No, uh. You know, give them a gift card and say, oh, go pick something out yeah. that you really like. Yeah. Easy peasy. And then the last thing, and we can wrap up because we're probably at like the two hour mark. <laughs> but all of this, is, Derek's nodding. He's like, are we, we really? Oh, he's like, okay. can we try to keep it under an hour and a half? Or well, two? we'll cut out some stuff. No, we won't. No, we won't. Uh, ultimately, you can't control if someone decides to give you something you don't want or need or like. Mm-hmm. You can't control that, Brooke. Okay? <laughs> if that happens, like I said in the last podcast, once it leaves their hands and goes into yours, you can control what you want to do with it mm-hmm. and how you want to respond to that. Can you also reiterate what you have always said that's powerful about gift giving. It's not about you if you're the gift giver. Yes. If you are the person giving the gift, remember this this holiday season, boys and girls, because Santa is watching you. And he <laughs> knows what your panties look like. Oh, God. <laughs> Santa's kind of creepy, okay? <laughs> um, but if you are giving a gift, keep this in mind. This is about the other person that you're giving the gift to. It's not about how you feel when – that person gives you a reaction. It's not about how many times that person wears the shirt. It's not how many times you see them using the basketball. Mm-hmm. You are doing, this is supposed to be selfless, okay? It's a nice bonus if it feels good for you, but you, your happiness should not be riding on the reaction of that person and how often that gift gets used. Mm-hmm. Don't guilt people if they don't like your gifts. Yeah. The, the big point is the joyful moment was you thinking about them and picking that specific gift out for them and giving it to them. Yes. What happens past that is not about you. I think that, that is the biggest thing that I put in my head. I'm like, once it leaves your hands, mm-hmm. it's no longer about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is a very difficult thing for a lot of people because that's not how we're raised about gifts. Right. We're not. We're raised, yeah. It's not how our culture is. It's not mm-hmm. how our society works. Right. <sighs> I think we that, unpacked a lot. We sure <laughs> did. We sure did. So, yeah. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up, and we hope you guys got a lot out of this. Email us. Email us your thoughts, Please your stories, us. all yeah. that shit. And 
see you next time. Yeah. Go buy and, my underwear. Uh, sorry for the train noises in the background and me coughing. So <laughs> thank you, coronavirus. Take care. We love you. Uh, check out our Instagram for oh, yeah. the setup. Remember, the Instagram is at probablyfinepod. And our email is probablyfinepod at gmail.com. Yes, it is. And then TikTok, probablyfinepod. Yeah. But, you know. That one's getting built up. Yeah, let us know what you want to see. What kind of content do you want to yes. see? Do you want to see more pictures of us? Do you want to see pictures of my underwear? What do you want? <laughs> All right. We, we out. We out. Bye. Brooke is, Brooke is cold. I'm cold. <laughs> Got to get out of here before the one-eyed Chrissy comes and haunts my ass. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.